Hi there, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham. This is the exclusive audio introduction. Me and Mac here. Uh, no Mark today, so talking about the Arsenal game. Uh, huge disappointment. Uh, we've calmed down enough to talk about it and analyse it and talk about certain things. Uh, so, yeah, talk about that. Just me and Mac this time, as I say. Uh, at CPhillips2510 for Chris. At Mac1882THFC for Mac at L Talk Tottenham for the podcast. And like I said, Mark, not here at 1981 Spur. So uh, you can find this on your normal way that you do audio um, podcast. And there'll be a link uh, on Twitter um, for the YouTube video as well. So let's talk Tottenham. Hello, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham. Uh, different this time, we're trying a video podcast as well as the normal audio podcast that you get. Uh, Max here. Mark's not here. Uh, I think he must be still a bit too angry. How you doing, Mac? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Yeah, a bit, a bit like Mark, a bit angry, but uh, yeah, we, we've still got, uh, still got to do this podcast and um, have a bitch, get it out. Yeah, well, no, normally we talk about every game, but I think it was only this this evening that I remembered we actually had a European game before the Arsenal game. No one remembers that. Uh, yeah. I'll just say it was quite a nice victory, routine victory, and then we'll move on. Uh, obviously, Kane, well, Kane does, but yeah. Yeah, it's um, to be fair, the European game. It was it, it left me quite hopeful. For, for the North London derby, I thought you know we 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 played quite well. You know we we played well over both halves, which has been quite rare this season. Um, and then yeah, it, it all went to rat shit on Sunday. So I I just I'm 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 still sat here wondering what the fucking hell happened. If I'm perfectly honest, what do you think did happen? Because no one can accuse Jose of putting out an attacking team. We have the three, the normal three, Mora, who's attacking as well. And we go to defend, and Kane's come out in previous interviews and said that it's not Jose who's telling us to defend. What do you think it was? Do you think the players just didn't turn up? I don't. I don't. My head still about what happened. I I, I don't know. I, I can't see. I, I don't actually think I have an explanation as to to what the, what the hell happened. It just for for whatever reason it was whether it was an off day or for for most of them. You know, or they forgot just what the passion of a North London derby is with no fans. I, 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 I may I'll be honest with you. I've been scratching my head as much as you have to to think what what the fucking hell happened. I do. I, I'm I'm saying puzzled and bemused at at the fact that we went into that game and you know lucky to get the goal that we did as as, as fucking sick as it was. Absolutely brilliant goal by Lamella. <coughs> you know, you'd have thought after that. Yeah, but you'd think just as, as much as it's after that goal went in, you might have thought, well, this is it. We'll we'll pick up now. You know, we've absorbed twenty minutes or so half hour of pressure, and yeah, but but nothing. It, well, it was I toothless. Thought the opposite when the goal went in, I thought, well, this this allows Jose to sit back and soak up pressure even more now because we've got a lead to hang on to, and then it wasn't that long until they equalised. I, I, Kane has come out publicly and said, Jose does not tell the team to sit back, right? As, as, as stated. So, why the hell did they? Why didn't they think, well, we've got the goal now, let's build on this? You know, we've the, the, the game's turning in our favour potentially. 
you know, and we didn't. We sat back. It, it went to rat shit, and then Lamella gets sent off, and then we play the best football we play in the last ten minutes, <laughs> yeah. as as per usual. It, you know, like, and I just, I'm, I'm not, mate. I say I, I, I turned the telly off before the full time whistle went. Oh, I couldn't even watch the end of it. I just thought, nah, no, I'm, I, I, I'm not happy. I'm, I just, I think, do you know what? I, I put a tweet out saying that I don't give a fuck if Tottenham leaves. Don't care. Okay, I do, but you know what I mean. I don't care as long as a team show passion, mm. fight, desire, you know, work for the shirt. And they they didn't. They showed nothing. Yeah. It was toothless. If everyone showed the same passion Lamellis showed, yeah. it could. I reckon it'd have been a different game. I think. I think he just had a bit too much passion. Was too fired up. And then, I mean, we'll come to his sending off in a bit. Cause that, still not sure deserve but anyway um but yeah his goal absolutely superb um <clears throat> just a skill to do that and he's done it before so it's not something we haven't seen before but in the north london derby but what what really really got me is i can understand in this league cup final and playing city liverpool sitting back and soaking up pressure <clears throat> arsenal are 10th for, for a reason because they're conceding goals and they're not that good and we go and yeah. back against 10th in the league i, I mean if Arsenal were the invincible Arsenals and we played that way, that's fine because you, 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 but this you, you thing, give them you sit, time. You sit there and say, you say 10th in the league though, mate. Look at what we've done against teams below that. Yeah. It's It's been the same story all season. You know, um, get, get a goal, you know, soak up some pressure, get a goal, sit back, fuck it. Yeah. But the last three games has obviously given us hope and, and maybe full storm where Certainly Palace, where it came out in the second half and then killed the game off. European yeah. games have, have pretty much done that through the competition, really. And I thought that was a little bit of a turning point with Bale coming back into the, the Bale form that we know Kane doing what Kane does. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it's completely reverted to the type that it was, I don't know, December, January time. And I don't understand why, but like, yeah, I was worried after about two minutes because Tierney or, or Smith Rowe or the both of them got behind Doherty twice. And I, I, I was arguing, not arguing, but having a discussion with some guy on Twitter about Doherty because I had an opinion that it wasn't all his fault. His was he's shit, which you want to have a debate. That's absolutely fine, but you've got to have a reason. But I thought no one's helping him there. And, and it, the home game, Aurier was backed up by Sissoko because Jose obviously saw Tierney's the danger man here. We've got to double up on him. And mm -hmm. I mean, he probably did get back round a couple of times, but not any that I really noticed. This time he's left Doherty on his own. He's put Bale out on the right, who I'm not sure Bale's got the fitness to go up and down like he used to. Yeah. And after two minutes, he's got behind him twice. Everyone's obviously having a go at Doherty. He got done for the goal. But you're taught as a young kid, as a winger, aren't you? Like early doors, go up against your full back one on one. If you skin him, you've got him for the rest of the match. So it yeah. gave Tierney all the encouragement in the world after two minutes and Smith Rowe. Also, but but, but also you're taught as a as a as a, well, any player, and it's football or rugby. It's a mod, and they're gonna be wary of you for the rest of the match. Yeah. Right? And why and why he didn't why don't and I'll be honest, I'll I'll be happy to see the back of Doherty. I'm not going to lie. 
he's done nothing this season that's impressed me. He's done nothing to make me think that he's worth worth a starting place in our squad. Um, as much as Aurier's a liability, that, that boy's got athleticism. He's He will take a chance. You know, he'll risk a booking. He'll risk a, a penalty to, to put in the challenge to try and stop something from happening. All right? And for that, you've got to give the guy credit. Whereas Doherty... <sighs> I'm just wondering, you know, where is Arsenal tattoos hidden? <laughs> I'll be honest. You know, bollocks are deleting those tweets, mate. I, I think playing Doherty yesterday was was a fucking mistake. And I'd have, I'd, have had, I'd have had Dyer at right. I'd have had Dyer at right back over him. Mm. I, I still think that the way the team was set up with Bale not tracking back there and Hoiberg was coming over to the right, and then that was obviously leaving huge gaps in the middle. That's where they mm-hmm. post twice. I think anyone at right back there without the backup would have struggled, whether it had been Dyer, whether it had been Aurier, you know. And I think Arsenal's game plan but, was attack that right side. So for me, I, for me, I'd have swapped Bale and Morva over and told Morva to track back. But then again, it doesn't always need to be the manager. These are experienced players. Doherty can say, Oi, Gareth, help me out. But also at the same time, but also at the same time, why not sacrifice Lucas for the first half at least? Places Oko. So you've got the three, three, three holders in the middle. You know, if you know that you've got Hoiberg going out to cover Doherty, so Bale can venture forward and not have too much defensive responsibility, then then places Oko. Play Hoiberg, play Undumbele. Because Undumbele drops back. He does it really well. He's proven how he does it with the way he gets the ball and he tries to carry it. Hoiberg breaks shit up and Sizoko, he, he might be a bit of a donkey at times, mm. you know, and galloping around that pitch, but he will get in your grid and he's, he's, an, he's an intimidating character, you know. If you've got him, you know, played Uri at the back, you know, and you've got him and, and Sizoko like he did in the first North London derby, you know, and I, I don't see why he, he changed from, from what he had in the first one. You, you had a recipe there that worked during the first one. Now, there's no fans, so technically there's no home advantage. So why, why not go with the, the same, you know, same type of, of, of way of playing and the same, a similar sort of setup? And, and that, to me, just seems a bit weird, especially seen as Arsenal, like Tottenham, have had a good run of games. You know, a good couple, you know, some, de- some, some decent results, so picking up some, some wins, some confidence... You know, and don't get me wrong, depending on how the rest of the season goes, they might still finish below us. But it's kind of not the point. For us, it's, you know, every game's important. We want to see Tottenham do, we want to see Tottenham win. You know, these people are going, oh, shit, football. Well, we've got three points. To me, that's the important thing. Yeah. You know, but, you know, I don't want us to finish outside of a European place and go, oh, yeah, great, yeah, no St. Totteridge Day today because we, we finished above them. <laughs> I, you know, I don't, I don't want to see that. I'm, you know, I want us to be clear of Arsenal because we're a better fucking team than they are. Don't forget to put the parental guidance on this as well. I swear too much. Just realised. Um, but, yeah, we, we don't want, we don't, I don't want that. I want, I want this season to end, you know, with us clear of Arsenal you know, a couple of finals, hopefully. We're all doing one, but I'm hoping for one more. And so, and to be, yeah, to be top five. Yeah. But 
like you said, I, that's what I don't understand. The fact that he identified Tierney in their left side as the danger in the first game and then we yeah. nullified that. And then he allows free reign of it in the second game. So that's where I put the blame on Jose here. But then I've always said North London derbies and derbies in general, doesn't generally matter where the teams are, it's who wants it more. So that's what I put on the players. And if Kane is right in saying that Jose doesn't say sit back, then the players aren't listening to him and that's on the players. I have no idea why it went so wrong. And but as much as you sit there and say that's on the players, if they're not listening to Jose, then you've got to ask why aren't they listening to yeah. Jose? So we, we thought that, up, well, me and Mark did a podcast after the Chelsea game where we thought that Jose's got to go because they don't care. And then obviously mm-hmm. went on that little run with, oh, okay, maybe they do. I, I don't want the manager to be fired. I want Jose to stay. He's a the chance to get in that final and win that trophy. But like, as soon as the ma- the players don't give a shit about the manager anymore, it's untenable, really. But um, I, I, I think they're clearer. They do care, but that was... Back to that question. Yeah. I, I, I'll be honest, mate. I think a clear-out's needed. I think a clear-out's needed at the... Um, and I think there's a, a clear-out definitely needed with, uh, with Tottenham at the moment. I think... Um, I think there's stuff that, oh, fuck it. Yeah, I, I think we need to look at, I think Jose needs needs another window, maybe. He needs Levy to really let go of the purse strings to be able to buy the quality of player that he he knows he, Tottenham and he needs to be able to make any kind of impact. Um, and he needs to cut a lot of the dead wood. And if, if what is been read in the papers and stuff is true that the only way Tottenham are going to have transfer funds, this transfer window is by selling players. I can see Kane going. The money that he will bring in, you know, I, you know, you could look at two really quality players for the money that Kane would bring in. You know, you could be looking at, you know, a decent centre-back in in screener. And I mentioned him just because he's, the best one that I think we were linked to during the transfer window, Dybala, you know, you're looking at 80, you know, and if you get 140 million pounds for, for Kane, then there's, there's two positions covered. You've got a, somebody who can score goals and you've got somebody who's, who can score goals as, as well as defend really, really well. But then you've also got to look at who you cover for your right back position. You know, it's, um, you know, there's, there's all these places I think that Tottenham need to improve based on this season or, you know, and I think it, it just, I don't know, three signings, four, four or five, let go. It, it could be a different year next year, but we've said this every year since we've become Tottenham fans. Yeah. I, I saw an interesting tweet earlier that it was mainly the players that are the dead wood there. They're, I think, 29, 28 at the earliest. So that the, the tweet was there's not a huge resale value there, and Levy, as we know, seems to want to want top dollar for every single one. Yeah. If they're the players to go, you're not necessarily going to get that. So then he's got a decision: do you take I don't know five, ten million pound less, which is something that historically he doesn't ever do. Yeah. A good, and I'm not sure, but and then and then with Kane, will he invest that wisely? Which say 150 million, I mean, that, that 150 million has to go into players. Without, without question. If, if will it's, it be invested you know, wisely by Jose, Levy, whoever, you know? Well, to be fair, we don't know. 
you look away at what happened when Bale got sold, you know, but I think we've got, I think we've got a better structure. Maybe not, we've still got Levy, but take Levy out of it. I do think we have a slightly better structure, you know, within the club now as regards buying and selling players, you know, and or who to, who to kind of get. And Jose knows his shit anyway. So he'll know who the kind of player he's looking for. So with his, his input as well, I, I think that, you know, we'll it'll be reinvested back into the squad and it'll be reinvested in, in the places Jose thinks he needs it. Um, it's just whether or not anything comes of it. Um, yeah. Do, do I think, you know, you sort of you look at the squad now. I do. I think Doherty needs to go. I think Winks, I don't want Winks to go because I like Winks. But I think he will probably end up going. Um, I think Skip will come back and play a bit more of a prominent role next season. I saw a tweet saying that we want him in the first team squad next season. So I think he's definitely in the first team squad. I, 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 I think he, for me, he's the natural replacement for Winks on the bench. Because he's a young lad, um, you know, play the cup games, start playing with Tottenham, training with Tottenham, play the cup games, you know. I, but to be fair though, as well, you, you look at we're saying that we're only talking about about Kane going and you know anything up to one hundred and fifty million pounds. But also, you you look at Lloris, you know, there's talk of him wanting to leave, you know, and we're not going to sell him cheap to Paris Saint Germain if that's where he chooses to go. Although I doubt he will because. Um, it's Kalor Navas, isn't it, their goalkeeper? You know, the, the guy's a fantastic goalkeeper. He's probably better than Lloris. And he's playing some really good football. So unless Lloris is happy to see out the next couple of years as a, as a reserve keeper, you know, as a number two, just to go back to France and have a big payday, then that's fair enough. That's up to him. But... Um, but yeah, I, I think, you know, you could still look at probably another 40 million for... Maybe Larice because he's still got a good couple of years left in him. It's it's who we get to replace these people. You know, there's talk of Nick Pope. Do I think he's good enough for Tottenham? Not with the defence that we've got. Well, Peter Smith isn't good enough for Tottenham with that defence at the moment. But... but you get what I mean, though. And a keeper's only as good as their defence. Mm-hmm. You know, and Nick Pope has done wonders for for Burnley, playing in goal for them. You know, and he's brought out some brilliant performances with a really shit defence in front of him. You know, but when you play, but playing against Burnley is a bit different to playing against Tottenham. For whatever reason, everybody seems to turn it up just a little bit against Spurs. And yeah, if it's a defence is having a shit one with Nick Pope, who is not as good in my, it's not as good as Larice in my opinion. You're, you're looking at hefty losses. Uh, Loris is 34, so in the next few seasons he's going anyway, whether that be retiring or going back to France. Mm-hmm. Career, like yeah. But yeah, like for a good keeper, I mean, anything under the 40 million, unless you get really lucky, isn't going to happen. But in, ter- in terms of the defence, Sanchez, he's obviously um, had his critics. He gave away the penalty, which ultimately won the game. Mm. Penalty or not, the, the, the thing that came out from VAR, which has said they didn't think it was a penalty, but they can't overturn the referee. So we, we, we've mentioned VAR on this a lot and how ridiculous it is, but that's what it's there for, to overturn the referee if he gets it wrong. I, I do think, when I first saw it, it was like, that's a definite penalty. He's gone charging in there completely out of control. Whereas I thought he'd, he'd got the ball. 
with it yeah. with it being going off that way rather than a, a Lacazette miss kick. Lacazette has miss kicked it, and then if he didn't miss kick it, Sanchez has got a really good chance in a really good position of blocking it with his foot. So I don't mm-hmm. think it was a penalty, but it, it came from a, a, a an awful. I'm not sure if it was a goal kick or a defender kicking it because they never showed that on Sky or Match of the Day, but it was a wayward kick that went straight to Pepe who pinned it straight into Lacazette. So mm-hmm. whoever did that kick, whether it's Loris, Adamild, Sanchez, one of the fullbacks, I don't know. It's come from that, but for VAR not to overturn something that they think is wrong because the referee said he thinks it's right is, is just absolutely ridiculous. But on the other flip of the coin... It's what Arsenal deserve, because as much as we're going to hate to say it, they deserve to win that game. But apart from the last 10 minutes, and then... Do you know what, But Yeah, this is the thing. It's It doesn't matter how you are in the last 10, mate. The, and the bottom line is, you look at the stats, you can look at anything else in the world. The only thing that matters is what's in the top left corner. You know, but again, you talk about VAR, it goes back to the inconsistency of, of what is VAR. You know, Sanchez, if, if Lacazette gets a good contact on that, Sanchez has blocked it. Right, he didn't, he fucked it. The ball wasn't within his control and his momentum carried him into Lacazette. Okay, so for me, that's not, um, that's not, um, so to me, that's not a penalty. I, I, I didn't think it was a penalty. You know, and then you look at Liverpool versus Wolves. You know, Alisson's momentum carries him into Semedo, takes him out, mm. right, injures him, and that's not a penalty. Yeah. It's and, and and again, and this is it's the age old argument with VAR, and we call it the age old argument, even though VAR is what two years old. You know, that the, it's inconsistency, and it's inconsistency time and time and time again. And this is what is fucking people off. All right, you know, I would if that was a penalty, fine, but then call the one against Allison in the Wolves game a penalty, you know. Call, you know, if something's a foul and a red card in one game, make sure it's the same in the next three. I, I don't, same as like I say in my tweet with Tottenham, you know, as long as they show, I don't give a fuck if they call something that you would never call a pen, you know, before VAR in your life, a pen. As long as you do that every single time it happens, no one's going to, no one's going to argue. And this is the problem. There is no consistency. And because there's no consistency, everybody then turns around and goes, VAR shit. Well, actually, no, it's the people who operate. Okay, fine. The refs are shit. Well, which one is it? Do, do you know what I mean? I think it's the referees because the VAR is looked at by a different referee each time. So it's, it's still open to interpretation. But, yeah. but they should still, but they should still be looking. Surely these referees should be, or, or the referees association should be turning around and saying, right. We don't really think that was a penalty, but it was given. So purely for consistency's sake, you know, for transparency and whatever else you want to call it, anything else like that, where even if the player's miscontrolled it and takes out the attacking player, then it needs to be it needs to be a penalty. All right. Make sure you make sure you stick with the status quo, guys, because otherwise we're going to get fisted. Yeah. Okay. But, I did see a tweet. I'm not sure if it was a tweet by someone or, or someone relaying a tweet from like official source that VAR is going to be reviewed at the end of the season. But w- whether that is or not, I don't know. But Lamella's red card. I thought the first yellow card was harsh. It's again yeah. one of those things where he, he's quite clearly got the ball there. And, and you talk about he did. He was... he was one of the only ones who showed any passion. But he, uh, his, his passion was brilliant. 
quite clearly got yeah, your but regardless of whether that's a yellow card or not, you're on a yellow card. You can't be swinging your arm. But he didn't. He put his arm out. For me, he's fending off. He's put his arm out, right, to fend the player off. Okay, he might have misjudged the distance, but it wasn't much. It catches him here, and he goes down like he's just been smacked by Tyson Fury. Mm. You know, Tierney's supposed to be a big hard jock. But then, no, well, mate, you went down like a fucking lettuce leaf. But playing devil's advocate, that's exactly what Lamella did at Old Trafford with Martial. So some people, no, mate, no, listen, no, no, that was a bang on smack in the face. That I don't care what anybody says against Man United. Martial took him out. Yep, I, mate, it, it was all. He, all it was missing was gloves and gum shields. Yeah. So it's absolutely ridiculous. Is we go down to ten men. Then we start playing football. I don't know if that's a well. We've got nothing to lose here. We we either go out with a whimper with ten men and we have a go, and then or Arsenal sat back thinking they could catch us on the counter attack, and that, it, that probably better both. Seems like a different team turned up. Like Kane hits the post, wonderful cross free kick from Mora, which he's just offside. Mm-hmm. Sanchez slips just as he shoots after um, Kane's um, shot comes off the post. I mean, play like that against 10th in the league for the whole game, I think, you know, and, and then sort out that left-hand or right-hand side, like we've mentioned. Completely different mm-hmm. game. I think it's fairly comfortable. I, I, it is, but again, it's always if spots maybe, shoulda, woulda, couldas. Bottom line is, we had no passion in that game. And five minutes in, you could see. You know, I'll be honest with you, I, I had no confidence. Five minutes into that game, any confidence I had for that game had gone. Yeah. Um, I'm sat there thinking, where, where's this, where is this passion? Where is this intensity? Where's the, where's the fight that I, I saw in the first North London derby? You know, um, and, and it wasn't there. And that, that's probably the thing. That, that is the thing that pisses me off the most about the whole thing. All right? I can handle losing. Again, I'm repeating myself, but I can handle losing. Just fight for the fucking shirt. Put in the tackles, you know, put up a fight, make it look like you're up for this game. If you don't, then fuck off. That's what I can't understand either. Like, Lawrence, ignore Lawrence because he's in goal, so doesn't really, but he can shout to people. But you've got, you've got Alderville there, who's played in North London derbies before. Yeah. Who shows passion every single time he gets on the pitch. Undon Bellet, he's played in a couple, but. Bale, Sun, Kane, and more have all played in luck. So, yeah, at least half a team there who, who know what this means. Obviously, I mean, we we put a lot of fight into that home game, and there were no fans there. Although there were two thousand, wasn't there? But like, um, yeah. But even whether that makes that much difference or not, because it's a huge stadium, so whether you're going to hear mm-hmm. that, but yeah, I, I yeah. But like you, it, it, two minutes, five minutes was like we're in trouble here. If we don't sort that, we are. It's, out, it's, we never did. Mate, it's, the whole thing is just, it was depressing. It was depressing. It, you know, um, and yeah, you, what do you do about it? There's, there's nothing you can do about it because we're not there to cheer them on. We're not there to, to encourage or, you know, give them shit at the ground. It, it just. It was just depressing, really depressing, mate. And I and I felt like shit on Sunday night after it all. It was, yeah, it was awful. <laughs> but some people on Twitter were saying, "Oh, Sun's uh, uh, injury 
change things and, and cause that. Uh, that was about half hour into the game when we'd been dog shit for like the last 25 minutes. But One player doesn't make a team, does he? So it shouldn't have made a blind bit of difference about, about Sonny going off or not. Yeah, I mean, there's rumours he might be back against Villa. It's not as bad as he thought. Do you think we'll see a reaction against Villa? I think we're at home, aren't we? Are we at home? Uh, no, I think we're away. But... I don't. I don't think we'll do you see. Think we'll see us sit back again, and, and I don't. I don't think we'll see Sun for Villa. I think because if if he plays for Villa, then he's got to go and play that fucking stupid friendly for South Korea, and the boy could probably do with a bit of a break. So I think Jose will probably play it smart, keep Sun out of the starting lineup on on Sunday, um, so that then when we come back after the international break. You know, hopefully we can we can hit the ground running with Sonny and Kane and Bale and, and everybody else. Um, do I think we'll see a reaction? I don't know because Villa are going through a bit of a, a shit run of form. And like every club going through a shit run of form, oh, here comes Dr. Tottenham. We'll sort it out for you. So I'm sat there thinking to myself, we should react. We should, you know hit Villa early, you know, a couple of goals, two, three goals by half-time, you know, and hope and, and not concede. But at the same time, Docs Tottenham will, will probably turn up and we'll go 1-0 up and we'll lose 3-1. It, you know, it just seems to be the case at the moment. Yeah. What do you think about it? He looked obviously angry when he came off 57 minutes, which you think that's because he was taken off, because we were terrible, because he didn't have a good game or, or combination of Absolutely. I don't think he was. I don't think he was any worse than than any other player. I, I, I don't. I and I can understand his frustration because if you if you if you look at Kane, hardly had a touch. You know, apart from Lamella and Mora, right? Kane didn't have a touch, but he didn't pull Kane off. You know, why did they? Why did they take Bale off when he still had the ability to do something? The you know, him didn't it? The long crossfield ball to Reggion mm-hmm. was him. Yeah. I think he only he, he put a cross in, didn't he, on the right hand side, the out, outside of his left foot. I think that and for the goal was the only time mm. he got given the ball in, in, in any kind of dangerous area. And, but he still had to, but he's, he's still, he's that player who, and it was like Ericsson, and it's a bit like Timo Werner has been sometimes this season for Chelsea. They might be quiet for 80 minutes, mm. then all of a sudden it'll be one pass, great goal, you know, changes a game. You know, or they score the goal that changes the game. Um, I, I'd have left Bale on personally. Um, you know, you had Lamella, but to be fair, at the point of the substitution, they probably should have taken Lamella off in, and subbed the sub um, because of how close he was. He was sailing to the wind. Um, you know, and and let Bale and Mora continue fighting forward. Um, but I'd have only taken Lamella off because of the booking. Apart from that, for me, he was the best player. Even with his sending off, he was. For me, he was still like he showed the passion, the desire, the fight that, that you want, that you want. And red card or not, I, I was happy with him. I thought he, I thought he was going to get sent off because just after the, just before he got the second yellow, he went screaming <laughs> in on someone. I can't remember who it was. And, I mean, that was a silly challenge, certainly for someone who's on the yellow. And it, they didn't really show too many replays of it, but it looked like he'd gone diving in, which when you're on a yellow is just so reckless, yeah. So maybe the referee and that, saw that. I, I don't know if the second yellow VAR got involved, but if they if they did, they may have seen that first one and said to the referee, 
he should have gone off then. So that's why easy. Yeah, enough's enough. In yeah, and it's, enti- it's entirely possible. Yeah, it's entirely possible. But either way, regardless of his red card, he was he was head and shoulders yeah. above everybody else. He brings energy, doesn't he? And, and yeah. Energy, yeah. shithousery, you know, determinate. He's, he's like a little terrier, mate. He's he's just, yeah, he's a terrier. And I like Lamella, always have. And I like I like what he brings to it. He just, he lets he lets his passion bubble over a little bit too much sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it's the first time he's had a red card for Tottenham, which is crazy, isn't it, really? <laughs> well, because, yeah. The uh, challenges I've seen him do, but look. I'd be putting him straight back in the team or certainly in the squad when he comes back because like you say, he shows passion every time. No, for me, for me, he's he's a starter on Thursday. I'd I'd have Lamella up because he's now going to be out for the, the villa game. Yeah. I'd play him on Thursday. You know, play him on Thursday, put play him with Ali on Thursday. Yeah. Because you know, unless unless Jose's got some kind of, of something up his sleeve where Ali's going to be be used up against Villa, um, I don't know. I I'll be honest. I I don't see Sun playing. We're two 0 up. They've just lost their manager due to tax evasion and fraud. You no. know, uh, Dynamo Kia. Yeah, they've they Dynamo Zagreb. Sorry. Yeah, they've they've lost their manager now. He's been sentenced to four years, eight months in prison for tax evasion and fraud. I saw something on Twitter saying, uh, "Oh." How does it feel to have your manager in prison? I thought something Jose smacked someone. <laughs> no, 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 no. They looked at, they looked at his hard drive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he, yeah. So he's he's been so that the uh, their manager's been been banged up um, and getting banged up. Um, so it they they I don't know whether them having a different manager will give the bounce back effect or or not. But I'll be honest, like, I don't. I don't think I'll see Kane. I don't think I'll see. Uh, we'll see Kane starting on um, on Thursday. It, it depends how much he prioritises the game against Villa um, and how important it is to get three points against Villa um, compared to maybe you know progressing um, in in the uh, the UEFA Cup. Although personally, I think he needs to do both. He needs three points and he needs to progress. I think. I think. But if we beat Arsenal. With three points off Chelsea, I think, who, who were in fourth at the time, game in hand, right yeah. back in that fourth place. So I think possibly, yeah, I think... If I'll be honest, I think league, we, we still got a chance. Champions League, where it's now, it's a little bit... It's not impossible by any stretch, but it's... it's we, I think, we should, mate, I'll be honest with you, there's two, there's two games for me coming up that are going to totally fuck it up for us, OK? If we lose against United... And we lose against Leicester. Yeah, yeah. mate. Top four's gone. Yeah. Top four's gone. I think if top, and that's four, not to mention everyone else either. Yeah, I think if top four has gone or is looking like going, and we're still in the Europa League, he'll prioritise that. I think, and then that's where you'll see Kane, Son, Bale. He's gonna, he's gonna, we're going to need to see the, the problem we've got is well, you look at who's still left. All right, if we beat Zagreb. You know, at the moment, um, Arsenal safely through. You know, they had a good result against Olympiacos, 3-1 up. But Olympiacos have got the away goal. Oh, in fact, have they got... Yeah, I think it was it was a home... No, it wasn't. Actually, Arsenal got three away goals. No. So, they're, they're, they're basically through. Um, United have to go to Milan and score. 
Because it's 1-1 one, one. currently, yeah, Milan. Huh? You wouldn't want either of those. No, but Milan's got the away goal. You know, so they're in a the stronger position than United. It's just whether or not their defence can stay resolute in, in the second leg. Um, for them to go through. And if Zlatan's able to play, then hopefully he comes on, scores a goal and bites him in the ass. But because there's no safety from country or anything else, as, as Tottenham's luck is right now, it wouldn't surprise me if we pulled out Arsenal <laughs> or United in the next round. Wouldn't surprise me in the slightest, you know. But either way, but even if United didn't get through, you don't want Milan. You don't really want Arsenal. It's either way now. You're looking at anything now moving forward in Europe is tough. And we're... And I know a cup game, it's it's all what, you know, it's, it's over two games, anything can happen. But, yeah, I, I wouldn't trust us against Arsenal United no. to, to be able to get over that finishing, you know, over the finishing line to be able to get to the next round. I, I just don't think that... Um, just with the way we are at the moment against fellow, you know, the, the way we are playing in the league. I just I just don't know what, what would change just because it's the UEFA Cup thing. Yeah. I think it's one bad result in the league but after three good results. But it, it's a big, big kick in the teeth. A, it's because it was Arsenal and B, because of how awful we were and uninterested we looked. But, mm-hmm. I mean, so... There has to be a reaction against Villa, I think. Otherwise... Uh, there has to be, but whether there will be... Yeah, but is, is it... I, think, I think if there is, then it won't be forgotten, the Arsenal game. It'll be like, OK, maybe it was a one-off. Let's see if they can go on a run. If, it, if it's similar to the Arsenal game or we lose, then it's... It do you know what? It doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't matter to me whether we win or we lose against, uh, against Villa. Bottom line is we lost to Arsenal. You know, it's the Israelis versus the Palestinians. <laughs> you know, what I mean, it's that, that's what it is. You know, the, the nomad invaders, we got beat by them. It, technically on our own, even in our own backyard, even though it was their ground, because North London's ours. Mm. You know, you know your history, you know North London is Tottenham, regardless of the fact that the Emirates is over the road. You know, we got done by them, and it's the way we got done by them. Yeah. What you've said, I think, would be right. If Tottenham got beat, scrapping like you know, like a pair of terriers, you know, over a bone, I think you're right. No, no issues there because we gave it the fight. It was a, a you know, a, a bad decision by the ref that, that lost us a game. That's how we would be talking about it. We'd go out, we'd spank Villa, and it'd be like, "So, right, no worries, back on course, let's go." It's the manner in which we have lost, but it's also the manner in which we have lost so many times or drawn so many times this season. Right with with a negative display, and that is what is gripping the shit of Tottenham fans. You know, you know some people more than others, but it is bottom line is we're playing some really negative football, which we're not used to. You know, the older fans of us, even even the nineties teams, they weren't negative defensive sides. You know, when Sheringham was playing, when you know we had Ginola, Klinsman, you know, or you know, Rule Fox bombing down the wing. But it's the type of football we're playing. And because we're not getting the results, if we were playing boring football and grinding out the one nils, the two ones, the two nils, I don't, you know, people still moan, but they wouldn't have anything to moan about really because we've still got the points on the board. And it is, it's the manner in which we're losing and drawing these games that makes it worse. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was two teams I hate the most have been the worst performances I've seen as Chelsea and uh, Arsenal. And they're the two teams I cannot stand and hate the most. And we've just like, turned up and died against them pretty much. And, and just... And like yeah, mate, said, we rolled out... Those players well, know what the passion should be and what it means to the fans. And they've just turned up and not done anything. But yeah. And I don't get it. I just, I don't understand it. I don't, I don't. We, we know the passion. Even not being at the ground, we know the passion of a North London derby. Sat, sat alone in our living rooms. You know, me telling my kids it's North London derby, trying to G them up, trying to make them realise, you know, this, this, this is a big game. You know, um, but, and, 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 but none of that was on the pitch for them. <laughs> it's just like, I, I, Again, going back to what we said towards the beginning, how, how the fuck can you not realise what a North London derby means? You know, you look at some of the players that we do have. A Midlands derby is a fiery derby. Mm. You know, you look at where Undumbele came from. They're, the French derbies can be quite, you know, can be quite ferocious, at least fans-wise and atmosphere, um, because obviously the, the football's slightly different that they play. Um, but they all know what a derby means. They all know what it's like to play a fierce rival. It's not like these lads are straight, you know, straight off the streets, never played football, didn't even know what football was, and then gone, oh, yeah, they're our fiercest rivals, boys. You now have to get G'd up. Well, I don't know the history. I don't know this. I don't know that. I don't, you know, I've never done a, this, this derby situation before. No, bollocks, mate. They've all, they've all played derbies. They should all know what it means. They should all get, you know, get out on it. That, that, yeah. We've said it before. You've said it. I've said it. That's what really cheesed me off about it. Just the lack of passion. And then we get a man sent off and then we suddenly decide to show a bit. But it's a 90-minute match, not of 10. But, yeah, it's just... Yeah. And if it was nil-nil, you'd kind of understand them going all out. Yeah. You know, but, you know, we, we've not shown enough. And... I'm done talking about it now, to be perfectly honest. I'm just making myself, making myself feel worse. <laughs> you know. 40 minutes in, so it's probably a good time to end. <laughs> well, to be fair, this is the first the first video that we've done, so people are actually going to really see the faces to the voices. So I hope our you know, 12 or so listeners who decide to come and have a, have a watch um, aren't too put off. You know, I've tried to make myself look presentable. You know, Chris, you did what you could. So, you know, fair play, mate. Um, I can't do anything. This is what you get. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is, though. It's, it, you know, it, it's a first time. So I'm hoping that, you know, when this goes out and the people see it, they, they like it. You know, it's because I'll be honest, I enjoy doing this a lot more, being able to see you and, you know, Mark when he's with us. Um, you know, I, I, I yeah, I, I think it's a lot nicer to have the face to face, especially with everything that's still going on. Yeah, well, me and you got to do the four four uh, flat back four podcast with uh, Andy and Scott, which I yeah. thought was so much better, e even watching it rather than just listening to it. So yeah, I think that's the thing, mate. But but that's the thing, though. Those guys were, were were absolutely spot on, and you know they weren't bad looking. We have got a face for radio. Do you know what I mean? So I'm hoping that, that people ain't getting put off by watching it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Well, that's the name of the podcast, Faces for Radio. That's, that'll uh, do nicely. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, cheers, everyone who's been watching, listening, as always. Uh, you can still listen to this uh, in the normal way, Anchor, Spotify, Apple, uh, wherever you listen to it. 
Uh, but you can also obviously watch this on YouTube pending that this actually uploads and I know what I'm doing. Um, but yeah, so on Twitter, uh, at LTalkTottenham uh, for the podcast, at CPhillips2510 for me, at Mac1882THFC for Mac, uh, Mark, who's not with us, at 1981 Spur. Um, and yeah. To be uploaded at some point tomorrow. Uh, hopefully, we'll be back talking about a bit more positive <laughs> yeah. games and a bit, a bit of fight. But yeah, we can only hope. That's it. Take care of them. Yeah. Okay.